Welcome, Bronwyn from Nita Tutor. Thank you for joining us on the Remote Teacher Podcast. Oh, thank you, Hakia. It's really exciting to be here and talk to you after all this time. I've been following your your Facebook page for a while. And uh, as we were mentioning before, I think it's a, a really great connection tool. Mm, I'm very excited that it's growing as well. More um, experienced teachers and new teachers in there to, to share and learn from each other. It's great. So while we've got you here, though, let's talk about Nita Tudor. Can you share the background and maybe um, how it all got started? Yeah, sure. So I, um, I have a background in education. I'm not a teacher, but um, uh, a background in education. I also have a son who is dyslexic. Mm -hmm. And throughout his schooling, we had various tutors that would help him. So I've always been quite interested in that whole educational support side of things and helping kids that have um, have issues or and learning difficulties. So uh, we started Need a Tutor back in 2018 as an opportunity to provide an accessible way uh, to e educate Indigenous and remote children. And the way we do that is by connecting them with teachers and tutors um, and then hosting online lessons between the two. Mm. And this is done through our own proprietary platform. Excellent. And Tell me, um, what strengths do you notice in the Aboriginal and First Nations students that you tutor? What do you notice? Oh, yeah, no, they're, they're absolutely incredible. We uh, work with both primary and secondary students. Um, and I, I have to say, as a whole, they have taken on our tutoring um, wholeheartedly and extremely enthusiastic. They're, uh, they love it. Uh, they usually start off a little shy, um, but as they get to know their tutor a little bit more, they find that they form a really strong bond. And um, after... Um, you know, starting off uh, with the tutor leading the direction of the, the sessions, uh, the students generally take over after a while and they start driving their own learning and telling the tutor what they want to know and, and asking them, you know, to help them with with the things that they're interested in. And I think that's um, that's been really great. Uh, we found them to be very open to learning online. They love the online component. Um, many of them also love the one-to-one -one that we have because uh, generally they feel a a little bit self-conscious sometimes when they're in the front of a classroom and they can't answer a question or they don't understand what's happening so it gives them that that personalized uh, contact with someone um, so overall I guess uh, you know their willingness uh, to embrace the program um, has been amazing for us and we've seen some really incredible results mm. and I suppose that that leads me on to another question then about about how it usually works is it I know you said tutor-led at the start. Do you discuss with teachers about where students need to go or you do some testing prior to working with them or how does that beginning interaction start? Yeah, look, it's fairly fluid, but I have to say that we work very, very closely with the teachers. The teachers drive uh, the program. They decide on which students they think would um, would benefit most. The tutors start us off in terms of giving us feedback um, as to what they think the student might need mm. um, and they also make sure that the student turns up at their session and can log in and if they have any issues the, the, the teachers around to help out um, so I think the teachers are, are integral to this and they're the ones who, who actually are our first point of contact in most cases um, they'll come to us 
uh, and say, look, I need a hand here. Uh, you know, I think you, you fully understand how difficult it can be in a lot of these schools. They have so many children with so many needs and they're so under-resourced. Um, so we just hope that we can give the teachers a hand. We like to call ourselves a virtual teacher's aid. Um, so we can spend one-on-one on one on one time with students that they can't um, and free them up to, to, you know, to do the other things that they need to do with the other students. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head when you talked about the diverse students and the diverse needs because I, I know teaching in remote schools, sometimes you've got students um, pre-literacy level and you've got students that are right on um, the standard that they're meant to be. And so that big gap means that sometimes targeting your lessons is a little bit tricky. So having this extra... Um, need a tutor. Tutor is a really um, powerful opportunity for that one-on-one -on -one with either end of the, the scale, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, awesome. Um, can you also tell me, from all these interactions and this time tutoring, do you have any advice for new teachers, new to remote communities or new to working with these diverse needs students? Yeah, well, look, um, I think, firstly, remote teachers are absolutely extraordinary. I think they have such a commitment um, to, to, to the schools and to their students and to teaching in general. Um, and they have a real, I, I find, generally have a really um, a strong need to, um, you know, to bring more balance into the world and, and to help these students to, um, to get ahead. Uh, I think that... Um, I'd advise them uh, to seek help wherever they can. Uh, we were speaking offline before about how much, uh, how much material and how much resources teachers in, in, you know, in the cities get. They have people bombarding them with information and, and help and uh, you know, different methods of, of, of making their jo job easier. But I think from my understanding in the remote communities, that doesn't happen. You've got to go out and look for things. You've got to go out and find things. You've got to think a little differently. Um, so I, I would say, you know, reach out and, and ask for help if you need it. Um, uh, it's always a problem resourcing in those communities. I understand that. You can use local businesses, uh, uh, community avenues to help uh, locate and even fund some programs to make your job easier. Um, I know there are a lot of organisations we work with that are looking to give back to communities um, and we tap in on those uh, to help us to, to, to reach out and, and to be able to provide the tutoring we do. So I would encourage teachers to do the same thing, come from that perspective, reach out to different organisations that are already helping the school and say, hey, I need more. I need more provision. I need uh, more assistance. And, uh, and then we'll come in, we'll step in and, you know, we can provide that, that delivery for you. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. And I think Sometimes as remote teachers, you don't know what you don't know and you don't know what resources are out there until you ask. And then, and then when you find these, like you said, these places to tap into, you find that other people are there backing you. They want to help you. They want the success for your students just like you do. So that's really Oh, cool. absolutely. We, we, we are totally inundated with, um, with people saying, look, how can we help? What can we do? Mm -hmm. um, everybody wants to help, but nobody knows how to. And then, all, of course, the teachers don't realise that there is a resource there that can help them. They just need to put mm -hmm. their hand up. Um, and every time we've gone into a school and we've helped them, they've said, look, we, we, you know, we didn't know you existed. And we, if we'd known, we would have connected with you much earlier than this. Um, so for us, it's about getting the name out there and saying, we're here. We're here to help and we'll do whatever we can. Can you tell me a little bit more about um, the tutor-student relationships? So I know you were talking about them um, developing that relationship and the students becoming more confident and taking control of their learning. 
is that because they're working with the same tutor the whole way through and is it a year-long relationship or how does that element work? Yeah, and that's a really important question because I think it's that the relationship that they have with that tutor that, that makes it so successful. We, we target um, the same tutor for the same child um, for as long as possible, um, unless the needs of the child changes and then we might have to find another tutor. Mm -hmm. But generally, we'll try and keep them with the same tutor for as long as possible. And we've had some tutors with the same child for up to two years. Um, and that relationship really means that the... Uh, the student's quite comfortable with discussing things with the tutor, even things that have nothing to do with school. Um, I'll give you an example. We had a young boy who was having problems with being bullied. And, um, you know, after a while, he opened up to his tutor and, and, and said, you know, can you help me? And the tutor gave him some advice and checked in on him each week to make sure and, uh, you know, asked him how he was going. And I think it really helped that he had that almost that confidant that he could he could talk to with no one else around and, someone and that person yeah yeah and that person you know knew him well but was was removed from him he lived in another state so there was never going to be an opportunity where you know there, there was going to be an issue mm -hmm. uh, and, and and our tutors you know they of course uh, you know would, would keep things confidential mm -hmm. um and that was a great opportunity for us to see that um they could be more than a tutor Mm. They could be someone that the that just a connection, another connection that 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 that, that child might need at that particular. Well, and those time. relationships are so important that um, with First Nations students, and indeed every student in every classroom, that relationship you build, that learning to trust them with your learning as well is really important. So that long term relationship is really cool. Yeah. I suppose my my other question you mentioned earlier about dyslexia and, and supporting students with dyslexia. Um, is there any specific ways that um, Need a Tutor works with students with special needs like dyslexia um, online? Look, we, we love um, helping children with learning difficulties. Um, I've realised just in my personal experience, there are a lot more kids that have learning difficulties than we, we, we tend to think. And you would know that as a teacher. Mm -hmm. um, different types of learning difficulties, not necessarily dyslexia, but um, I think that that's why tutoring is so popular because it does target the individual and it does help compensate um, with those difficulties they have. All of our tutors are experienced. Um, most of them are teachers and a lot of them have Indigenous experience. So um, we, we tend to think that we can help any child. We... Um, would actively love to look for teachers that have experience in that learning difficulties area. I think that's a really nice um, provision that we could provide for a child that has a specific learning disability um, or a learning need and to be able to, to have a, a tutor that, that can help with that. Um, we've come across it on a couple of occasions, but I'd really like to expand that. I think that would be a really nice way of helping remote kids that also have that additional mm. issue of, of learning difficulties. Yeah. So it's also um, pushing the high-end kids but, but supporting the learning needs as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, generally we, we found, um, and you probably can attest to this, that we have um, about a two-year uh, deficit in, um, in the grade level of 
a lot of the children that, that live in those remote communities versus, you know, children in the city. So um, you're playing catch up to start with, with a lot of these children. And then of course there's the absentee issues and, 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 and a whole lot of host of other issues. So if you're starting from a place of, you know, playing catch up and then you're compounded with a child that has learning difficulties, um, you know, it's, it's just so difficult for them to, 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 to progress. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we think we can really help them. We can give them that nudge and that assistance. And I think sometimes the, the vulnerabilities with, with students that do come from remote communities, they've got all these amazing strengths in different areas and can speak multiple languages, but, but they don't necessarily know where their gaps are. And so if they don't realise that they have these gaps or, or how to ask for help to fill them or... You know, as teachers, new teachers in remote communities, sometimes we don't know how to assess the gaps or, you know, find find these things. Um, having a tutor that is able to support the individual child through that learning could be really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. The individual learning plan is what we're all about. We often get asked, you know, will you do five children? You know, can you do six or seven? And, and you know... I think for us, uh, that one-on-one mm. is, is really, the, the, that's the impactful part of what we do. Um, mm. and, and these children really need that and they really respond well. Um, but to your point about, um, you know, how amazing these children are, yeah, we, 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 some of them are incredible. Mm. Uh, and not in, a, not in a traditional sense, but in a sense of the languages they speak, mm. the, the connection with the community, the connection with the land, their mm. understanding of, you know, all things bush all things nature our tutors often tell us that they're just marveled by some of the stories that that they that these children tell them and it's mm-hmm. a it's it's a two-way street I think our tutors get as much out of it as the children totally yes and I think that two-way learning is um, important to recognize especially for new teachers that um, our students do come with all those amazing strengths and it's about finding that way for them to be successful and grow in both worlds that that um, our students need to have the opportunity to be pushed and excelled in Western learning as well um, so that they're not missing out. Like you said, that two-year gap, we, we don't want that to um, hinder them in their life. We want to be able to make sure that they're, they're bridging, the, bridging the gap. So that's an important part that you guys play. Thank you. Yeah. Um, where can teachers get more information about this service and how can they get involved? Well, you know, we love to hear from teachers. So I, I just want to put it out there that any remote teacher in any school, or you don't even have to be particularly remote, you know, we, we work with, with, with teachers that have, that have students that really need a hand. Mm. Um, they simply need to contact us and let us know where they are, what they need. Um, we have uh, expressions of interest that, that come in regularly from different teachers uh, for their students, we then ask them to go to the principal, make sure the principal's comfortable with what we do. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's simply a matter of trying to make sure that we can get the, you know, the, the program up and running in the school. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it takes a bit longer than others, <laughs> but, but certainly um, we find that the teachers are really proactive uh, once they see what we can do and they see um, how many children they think could benefit. Um, yeah, we like to get things moving and, and uh, you know, try and get get the kids on board at the beginning of each term mm. and then make sure that the assessments are done at the end of the term and we can get some feedback in terms of, of how we've done and how we've helped the teachers and how we could, you know, potentially help them further the following term. Brilliant. Thank you. And, and just in regards to getting the principal on board, all the tutors have working with children's checks and everything that they need 
straight away. Correct. They're, yeah, they're fully vetted and um, we have all their details and we have their working with children's checks or their uh, VITs or whatever qualifications they have and we happily hand that over to the school. So you'll know exactly who you're dealing with. Um, certainly it's important for us to make sure that we've got that utmost security and, um, and safety for, for the children that we work with. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us, Bronwyn. Oh, thank you. It's been so much fun and chatting to you. Thanks. For more hints and tips about working remote or working with Indigenous students, we'd like to invite you to join us on Teachers in Remote Communities Past, Present and Future over on Facebook or follow us on Instagram at The Remote Teacher um, and also have a look at www.theremoteteacher.com.au where we offer a variety of different um, worksheets and products and, and courses to help you enhance your teaching and feel successful in your remote community. See you next time.